It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to episode 401 of the back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Of the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm a husband, father of three, a Green Lantern fan, and a Funko Pop collector. And I'm Mo, shorter, louder, smarter, and all around better than absolutely no one. I'm a wife, mom, elementary librarian, and seeker of truth, except when it comes to reality TV. You're certainly louder. That's true. Yeah, I'm louder. <laughs> Today on the show, <laughs> would you pay for a taco subscription service? Also on the show today, Jurassic Park will be opening soon. But first, today is Monday, September 20th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. We got a lot of holidays. This whole week, there's quite a few. I know. Yeah. I was kind of shocked when I when I saw <laughs> the list. Um, it's National String Cheese Day. I'm a fan. So the best thing that I've ever learned from TikTok was this guy had this whole ballad about how you can turn your day around by microwaving your string cheese. He made this whole beautiful song. Microwave your string cheese, melt your cares away. It's great. 45 seconds in the microwave, 55 if you like an extra crunch, you're welcome. Wait, so what does it do? Melts it and then it's like this little disc of melty kind of semi-crispy cheese. It's great. Okay. Because, see, you said, <laughs> so when you microwave, and that could just be because I'm, I'm tired. I get that. But when you microwave cheese, you think it's going to get melted, right? Yeah. But then you said 50 seconds if you like it An extra, extra crunch. Crisp. Yeah, yeah. And I was crunch, like, yeah. But how, how does melty get crunchy? It, but yeah, I know. But I guess. But it does. Yeah. Like the Parmesan crisps, I guess. Now that similar, I, think about I mean, it. yeah, similar to that, I guess. Okay. But yeah, it, it's just you put it right in the center of a plate, right in the center of the microwave. Uh huh. I do the fifty-five seconds. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, KY tells us that string cheese is best breaded and dipped in marinara. Well, of course, but yeah. you don't Listen. always have the time. I... This you can just peel, pop, microwave. You got it in a minute. About laughed hysterically. Not about. I did. I did laugh hysterically when a friend was like, hey, do you want six things of string cheese? And I was like, no. (laughs) And she goes, you don't want six sticks of string cheese? I just kind of looked at her like, no. And in my head, I'm thinking, you moron. That's so much string cheese. Why on earth would I want six sticks of string cheese? And she goes, what if I told you it was breaded and fried and served with a side of marinara sauce? And I was like... Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> That's all mozzarella sticks are. <laughs> when you melt them and bread them, for some reason, they're just not as big of a, a meal Yeah, as, as six individual string cheeses would be. I mean, whenever we order something different for dinner, Topher gets Oh, and theirs are sticks. huge. Yeah. Theirs are gigantic. Yeah. They're like 
Like those giant... Like carrot sticks. It's like those like giant carrots. Jenga sets, you know? It's yeah. like giant Jenga blocks. Yeah, it is. You're right. And there's six of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, hey, it's also National Fried Rice Day. Mm. Let me tell you. Top five foods. Fried rice? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. I do like fried rice. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't so much work... I used to make it by my, I used to make it at home by all myself. the time. By you used myself. to make it by myself. Used to make, well, I was by myself, but <laughs> I used to make it a lot. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of work when you're trying to do it at home. A lot easier to order it, but. Uh, mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, it's also National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Mm. You're trying to kill me. I know. Mm. Pepperoni all pizza. All the good food. Who doesn't love a pepperoni pizza? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Monsters. That's who. That's who. <laughs> yeah. Um, for whatever reason, every Friday at our school has been pizza day. Mm-hmm. And last Friday, they served like legit personal pan pizzas what? to the kids. Nice. It was, I just kind of stood there and I was like, I mean, it's been the little rectangular school pizzas that we grew up with oh, in the plastic. Still, oh, they're great. delicious. Yeah. The they're sausage amazing. ones? They were pepperoni. Were they pepperoni? I do remember. Oh, I'm remembering the breakfast pizzas. Do they still oh, do the breakfast pizzas yes, with the sausage? Do. Oh, yep. gosh. They haven't. Rectangle I actually don't think that they've done breakfast pizza yet this year. They've been doing it at Eli School. Have she's they? told me about it. <laughs> well, I'm sure then that they have been doing it at our school. I just haven't been in it. In any of the rooms for breakfast. But anyway, they did the yeah, actual individual pan pizzas, individual pan pizzas. Mm-hmm. like you would have thought it was Christmas Day to these kids. <laughs> they're going through the pizza line and they're like, oh, my gosh. And they got a bowl of salad, legit salad with cheddar cheese on shredded cheddar on top and carrot sticks, baby carrot sticks. Man. So uh, needless to say, I got my name on the list for the. For the school lunches. Yeah. I'm I still remember. Not even ashamed. I still remember my first day in high school, moving up to high school and getting breakfast mm-hmm. when they had the pizza for the first time. Yeah. And it was twice the size of the version they gave you in junior high. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm coming for breakfast every single Friday. <laughs> every single Friday. This will also bring you a little bit of joy. Um Topher told me today, or last Friday, that they opened up the boiler room at the high school. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yep. The nostalgia in my heart. I instantly thought of you. I was like, aww. So the boiler room was this project that they had worked on for like almost the entire time I was in high school, because it wasn't until senior year that they opened it. But they took an old boiler room at the high school and built it into like this nice fancy snack bar type thing that got all this hot food from multiple different restaurants in town and they were open it was like the economics classes or whatever that ran it and so they had like their own little staff uh that would leave class early and go run it uh during every break and oh they had these burrito these breakfast burritos all day long that were just I think they were homemade, honestly. I do not think they came from a restaurant. I think there was a lady they paid to just make these every day. Yeah. They were so phenomenal. He was saying that they, 
I don't know where it came from or what, but anyway, they had a, um, like a coffee cart where the economics class had learned how to make, um, like specialty coffees. Hmm. Uh huh. And so they carried the coffee cart around and took it to his Spanish class and he was like, I didn't have any, but everybody in my Spanish class that did said it was really good. And I was like, that is so cool. So fun fact, when I interviewed, what, two years ago for the EA position, yeah, I one of the principals that was in my interview process was the principal of the high school. And he was asking me if I would want to run the boiler room really? because it's ran by students. Yeah. But they have to yeah, have an have EA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, mm, no, I don't want to be around <laughs> high schoolers. I really. But I think now I don't enjoy the little elementary kids nearly as much as I thought I would. <laughs> it's my fifth graders that I love. I, I love being around the fifth graders. So now I'm like, man, I couldn't. I probably missed a really good opportunity there. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's also National Punch Day. Punch. Not that kind of punch. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, let's do that again. I'm too tired. Okay. Punch. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Dick raised your nose. <laughs> A centimeter inward, and that would have been bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, For real, got my nose a little bit there. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, Uh, it's punch day, not physical punch, but punch drink. (laughs) Not get punch day. Man, Uh, and then it's also National Queso Day. (coughs) What are you doing to me? I know it's all the good Mm, food. String cheese, fried rice, pepperoni pizza, and queso. If you had told me that, yeah, if you had told me that string cheese was going to be. The lesser of the holidays right. today, I would have been like, what? <laughs> what could possibly? But it's not Christmas. Oh. What are you talking about? Mm. Oh, but mm. it is. It's like the Christmas of foods in today. <laughs> uh, how's your week been, Mo? Exhausting. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So uh, Wednesday was parent teacher conference day, and of course, I don't have to do that. So I thought you know what? I get a full day at the school without any students and all the teachers are going to be in their rooms, like dealing with conferences. I am going to be in our Twitch chat. It's dairy free torture day. String cheese, queso, pepperoni pizza. All. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, friend. You can have the fried rice (laughs) and the punch. (laughs) Okay. Um, Sorry. Okay. Back to my story. (laughs) Jeez Louise. Um, uh, what was I say? Oh, I'm going to have a full day without any students and all the teachers are going to be preoccupied. I don't have to worry about them coming in the library wanting to chit chat and right. all of their problems. Um, so <laughs> it really is. Listen, like we have a laminating closet. It's where all of the, it's our resource room really, but it's basically a closet and the laminator is in there. And the For teachers, some reason I expect you to say it's where. It's where all the students go to make out. Oh. <laughs> but then I'm like, this is a it's elementary, elementary school, school, so that wouldn't again. make sense. We were talking about high school earlier. So. Um, <laughs> anyway, it is where all the teachers come to like, can we can we go talk for a minute? And I'm like, sure, let's go. <laughs> sure, I'm a licensed therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's well be at this point. I don't know what it is about me that like I'm 
got a walking sandwich board that I can't see, but apparently everybody else can that says, vent all your worldly troubles Welcome to, to me. my life, yeah. <sighs> anyway, back to my story. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to reorganize the library. I'm going to reshelf the books. I'm going to, uh-huh. <laughs> it's called genrefying, Okay. Genrefy. It's where you put books by genres. It works really well for elementary libraries because instead of having to read like the Dewey Decimal labels or understanding the different color coded labels for the kids, the kids can go, hey, I liked that last Pete the Cat book that I read. Here are all the other 20,000 Pete the Cat books that the library has. And you, they're all together in genres. So I walked up in there thinking, like the idiot that I sometimes can be, I can get this done in a day. Easy. I left Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock. I clock out every day at 3.15. Left at 5 o'clock, and that library was flipped upside down. No joke. Kids came in Thursday morning and just, like, eyes huge. And I was like, yep, the library's closed until I get all the books back on the shelves. Sorry. Don't know what we're doing, but you're not checking out books. I can tell you that. <laughs> you should have just stood there, get all disheveled or whatever. We were robbed! <laughs> they came in, they flipped all the books! Why? <laughs> I missed such a good opportunity! Oh, man, the kids would have thought it was hilarious, too. Yeah, Thray, that's what I was thinking. Thray says, wouldn't the Dewey Decimal System put all the Pete the Cat books together anyway? Uh, I'm like, be quiet! You're like, they won't have to worry about figuring out the Dewey Decimal System or the color-coded system. So, They'll just know, like... Sci-fi and thrillers and underwear captain superheroes and things of this nature. That's captain underpants. I was trying to be generic enough. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, so because of the way that they're labeled and named, yes, they would go together. But it's Pete the Cat saves Christmas. Okay. And then it's labeled by saves Christmas. So then everything else that is saves or it's not categorized as Pete the Cat Saves Christmas. It's anyway, forget it. I, I'm too tired to try and explain Weird. it. <laughs> <laughs> Our library genrefied the grown-up section of the library, and I hate it. I can't find anything. I know. So I have to tell you, no, it's not. So they will know how to shop at Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, just now that all the bookstores are closing. Yeah. We will know how to buy from them. Barnes and Noble isn't closing. No, but they're like the, the last one hanging on. All the other ones are. Yeah. Anyway, um, I have to tell you that as I have been working on this project for the last several days, I also am hating it a whole lot. <laughs> um, and I, like Christmas in space. Does that go on holidays or sci-fi? Okay. Oh well, gosh. Here's the thing. I have pulled all of the holiday books and I am putting them in their own section <laughs> just because I personally want to know where all the Halloween books are, where all the Thanksgiving books are, smart. where all the Christmas That's books the, are. I, I get that. That's yeah. But what about putting, space cowboys? I don't mm. Are they in cowboys, Westerns or no. they, they're sci-fi? Uh-uh. <laughs> You know, 
Spine <laughs> color is not a bad idea. That would be hectic, I feel like, wouldn't it? You'd have everything next to everything. No, by spine color, it would be beautiful. It would be beautiful, but it would be no system. Well, yeah, but I don't care about the system at this point. There is no system right now. They're all just on we top of the shelves. <laughs> Everything just looks like we've been robbed. Exactly. They flipped all the books out and they stole all my thumbtacks. Oh, God. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, um, I really needed to hear this story. I was going somewhere and then I forgot where I was going. Anyway. Oh my, I got to tell you my biggest fear, as I was saying that I too am honestly hating it. My biggest fear is that I'm going to, going to get it all done. And I'm going to stand there and I'm going to go, this is garbage. Nope. <laughs> got to put it back. Library's still closed. Get out. <laughs> it's Something's wrong with Miss Mo. <laughs> six months. And the library's been closed. <laughs> the whole time. We only got to check out books once this year. <laughs> In the 84 years. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a funny story. Yeah. Three says, moral of the story, <laughs> Mo needs the school to love her system or else. <laughs> Next. Next. I will say I had one of the teachers <sighs> pop her head in Wednesday afternoon as she was leaving and she <laughs> could tell. I had so many teachers pop their heads in Wednesday and I like, first of all, I had the music blaring <laughs> and it was on 90s. The best of. And so, you know, they pop their head in and it's DMX or they pop their head in and it's Destiny's Child. And just it doesn't. I don't know. It wasn't. None of it was edited. There were no children in the building. So it didn't matter. But had multiple teachers pop their heads in and I would just kind of look up from the bookshelf and they'd go, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Why do I not look great? No, oh, no, you look fine. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Don't go chasing decimal. <laughs> Just stick to the color-coded system you used to. Did you just come up with I that? I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I really am. I'm going to need you to uh, finish that off for me, please. Please. There is an Amber Alert going off, FYI. This is the second time since we've been here. Um... Oh, but I did have one teacher pop her head in as she was leaving, and she said, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, I'm reorganizing. And she said, well, stop it, because you're making all of us look bad. And I said, yeah, right. And she said, no, I'm serious. But it did need to happen. The library has looked the same for way too long, and I was like, thanks. I'm taking that as a compliment. I don't know if you meant it as one or not, but that's how I'm taking it. Now get the heck up out my library. Close the door. Shoo. Oh, man. That so, yeah, just... I'm exhausted. No wonder. Yeah. I am exhausted. Now it makes sense. Yeah. My brain literally does not want to work oh, anymore man. at all. Uh, so how was your week, Matt? I was going to talk about the aftermath of that chip challenge from last oh, week. Yeah. Um, 
How, I mean, well, give me give me your insights for Topher. How did he handle it the next, well, that night and the next day? That night, I really didn't see him. He went home. He said very few words to <laughs> our other family members, went straight to his room and went to bed. And as Chris, Smart move. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it was probably about 40, 45 minutes later or so. Just as I am falling asleep, I do hear his bedroom door open, the bathroom door slam shut. <laughs> so I'm not sure really what happened. I fell asleep in the time that he was in there. Um, but you didn't hear screaming. So that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Which I told him. I said, listen, I said it here. I don't want to hear about it. You're not going to come in and wake me up like you did when you were four years old. Mommy, I don't feel good. Um, uh, sorry. So um, Saturday, he had to wake up first thing in the morning and go ref. That's right. Upward football yeah, games. Yeah. yeah. And so he was there from 730 that morning until about two that afternoon mm. refing football. And he did. He did fine. Did all right. OK, mm -hmm. good. Good. Yeah. Um, you would have thought he had the flu because he was dressed in sweatpants, a hoodie and his refing shirt, <laughs> which I'm wondering could have been a side effect. I guess he could have felt <laughs> like he had the flu. I don't know. Um, but up until about Wednesday. He had, he had like a, a lip reaction. Oh, really? From the Is chip. this like all red or what? Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes your lips will get severely chapped in mm -hmm. the winter and how it gets red yeah, around like gets, your lips? Yeah. Or like when you get a sunburn only on your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, his, it was red all the way, like a burn all the way around his mouth. And I think it was Monday night that Mila asked him, Topher, what is wrong with your mouth? And she was sincerely, like, <laughs> genuinely asking him, what is wrong? And he looks at her and rolls his eyes and goes, it's the chip, Mila. And she goes, what chip did you eat? <laughs> The one chip challenge. And I said, well, what on earth were you doing chewing it with your lips? You, that's not how you eat the one chip challenge. You don't let your lips touch when you eat it. It's all teeth. But no, I watched the clip back and he, he did, sure yeah. enough did. Yeah. Licked his lips. I'm like, he savored that chip. And I don't know why. Really have no idea. Oh, man. So that honestly was his biggest side, yeah. side effect. So Burnt lips. compared to the, the one that we had last year, which I had twice last year, um, the biggest effect that I had was the like feeling like I was going to throw up, which I was still doing here. Yeah. Like before, before the show was even over and then after while we were trying to record a couple other uh, things like Mo's moment and stuff after the show had end, ended. I'm just like, oh, I really think, I really think it's coming kind of thing. Just really, like I was coming to terms with it. You know how you bargain with yourself and you're like, okay, it's going to happen. It just needs to happen. We need to get it over with quick. I just but I have never, puke. I have never thrown up a, uh, a spicy thing before, Ooh. let alone one of the spiciest things that a person could eat. So that was starting to terrify me. And so uh, Mo and, and Topher finally left. <laughs> Topher had actually laid down on the ground outside of our room. He did. We didn't know. He did. <laughs> Scared Mo when she was trying to walk Half out. Half to death. <laughs> She's all, <"Ugh." laughs> 
<laughs> he sounded like a zombie. Uh. <laughs> so they, they leave, and I'm like just in the bathroom, just standing in the bathroom, staring at the toilet, going, "Is this going to happen? Is it not?" And uh, it went away, thank the Lord. Um, so I never did throw up, but uh, I expected, I expected like, because you have. You, you don't have sweet and sour and all this kind of receptors throughout your body. You do have spice receptors all the way down and out. Throughout your body. <laughs> and so I was expecting that to happen all the way down and out. Didn't. Never came. Never came. Never had any uh, pain like you that. You did with anyway. the first one, didn't you? I did with the first one. Yeah, and the second I did one. not. Um, I had it both, with both, to both times with that. I did not. The hot snakes. But I... <laughs> but... The uh, this time it was it was gone. So I had some stomach ache stuff, but very little beyond Friday night, and uh, and so I <laughs> yeah some pain receptors. Yes, uh, had a few. I had it's actually like three or four days. I still had to like drink some Pepto every now and then because my stomach would start to get cramp up woozy. a little bit. Yeah, but uh, really aftermath compared to last year's trip, cakewalk, cakewalk. I really think I'd prefer this year's chip to last year's chip. Really? Yeah. Okay, then. As long as I didn't throw up, which I didn't. So I feel like it was on the verge, though. But anyway, yeah. I'd do it again. But I can't because everybody in our chat has taken screenshots of me posting in our Discord that I'm not ever doing it again. And they have already thrown it in my face multiple times. Said, don't even hint at the fact. See, they're in our chat already right now. Oriole's yelling, no, don't even hint at the fact that you're going to do it again. I'm not. I'm not going to do it again. I I might do other spicy things, but not the chip. I just love how (coughs) uh, protective (laughs) our our chat people are. So, yeah, I didn't get to, I didn't really read any of the chat, most of the chat anyway, while we were doing the challenge, because it was Mm -hmm. just too painful to focus on anything. Um, So I didn't see, like, all of the people, like, sad that it was happening. (laughs) Like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like seeing you in pain. I feel slightly (laughs) gypped, because, you know, when we did the one chip challenge, that was our first time. Like our entry into yeah, it was like our 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 big show, our big LTN show. Yeah, into and like Twitch. thirty people watching. And, yeah, and nobody cared. Like, <laughs> it was like, yes, bring the pain. Exactly. Not one person was like, oh, don't no, do this to yourself. I can't. Why would you do that? <laughs> no, not not a single person. Well, that's because uh, aside from maybe Oriole, nobody had taken the time to to love us yet. To learn That's to fair. Love us. No, I I get that. <laughs> I get that. And, it's like there's some random strangers. It's like watching people in pain on YouTube. It's like watching fail videos on YouTube. Yeah. You watch people get hit in the nuts all day. And you're like, I don't you know just, that person. You hear you, you see your Can you say that? Your husband. You get mad at me for saying things like that, and you just said it without even thinking twice. You see your husband get hit there. Oh no, you're it's like, hilarious. But you I mean, also kind of feel for. We ain't trying to have kids anymore, so. <laughs> Wreck them. <laughs> Pinball them. Let's go. I want to see him light up. Light up. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> okay, well, this segment has drawn out a long time, so let's end there with that, time. I guess. Yeah. All right, let's take a break here when we come back. Nope, not that. Uh-uh. Something else is happening. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So, there are times when you just think, okay, I'm off duty, and I don't have to be myself at full capacity for responsibility. Like, hear me out, like, if you go to the beach and you're swimming in the ocean, you think, all my adult responsibilities aren't with me right now. Or that you kind of take yourself out of your normal element. Well, uh, this past week, I was hiking with my daughters. We drove an hour and a half outside of our city to a hiking place. It's a kind of a famous spot for our area. And we were hiking for almost five hours. It was a good hike. Got a lot of exercise. Got to skip some stones across a river, do some fun stuff. And, you know, we've been walking about four miles, we're, we're tired, we're sweaty, and I, one of, my, one of my favorite things about hiking is that I don't have cell phone signal, and people can't call me for a while, so that's super nice. But uh, as we were hiking, um, you know, my mind kind of goes away where I'm not thinking about everything else, I'm not worried about deadlines, I'm not worried about workloads and stuff like that, and I can just enjoy where I'm at. Well, as my daughters and I were hiking... Uh, all of a sudden from ahead of us on the trail, I hear, Hey, there he is. And sure enough, there was someone who knew me and they said, when's your next book coming out? When's the next Comic-Con? And asking me questions about the camp that I spoke at this summer and all these other things. And it's just like, I wasn't thinking about those things. My mind wasn't on that stuff. I wasn't, you know, there mentally, but even though that's not where I was in my head, I needed to be ready to actually answer these questions. And there's going to be times where we think we're off duty as Christians, but we have to be ready. First Peter 3.15 says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do so with gentleness and respect. I could have yelled back at these people on the trail, I'm off duty. But, you know, I gave them the answers they were looking for, even though it was kind of weird. You need to always be ready to share with people why Jesus is your hope. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And we've changed some things up for this new season, including what we record live on Twitch. Each week, we record our shows the Friday or Saturday before with our friends. Follow us on twitch.tv slash LTN on air to be notified when we go live and join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for after-the-show discussion and even opportunities to be on the show yourself. Before we go any further, it's time for Mo's Fact of the Day. One plate of fried rice is equivalent in calories to half a cup of ice cream. 
Yeah. Wow. A whole huh? plate? A whole plate of fried rice. Wow. I know. So eat I that can fried eat rice. So much more fried rice than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I read the fact and I was like, dang. Okay. It's like somebody, someone's, I don't remember what it was, just like, you know, like drinking one can of Coke is like having six donuts. Like, I know you're trying to get me to not drink Coke anymore, but really what you're telling me is I could eat so many more donuts than I think I can. <laughs> um, can I can I come clean for a quick minute? Sure. Okay. So on Friday morning, um, there were donuts in the teacher's lounge, which is also where our copy machines are. And I'm... I mean, they weren't daylight, so a big part of me was like, eh, I don't even need to waste my time. But then there was a whole dozen of untouched glaze, like the other dozen had been touched, and you know, people had clearly eaten from them, but no one had touched the glazed. And so I was like, they're not getting any love. <laughs> so I, I ate one, and then I ate dozen. another. <laughs> And I stood over the trash can shoveling that second <laughs> donut into my face. I did. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Eating any food over a trash can really makes you feel like garbage, doesn't it? Yeah. You feel like a human. Well, you feel like you should just climb into the trash can. So, listen. <laughs> so, I've been doing really good intermittent fasting. Really good. And so I typically don't eat, I don't open my window, as they say, until one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was 7.50. <laughs> and I was like, well, these are not lasting until one o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm either eating one now or I'm not eating any. Or take one with you for later. It, you crazy no. person. No. It, mm -mm. <laughs> it wouldn't have lasted until one anyway. So what? What? Donuts? The yeah. donut wouldn't have lasted until no, one? It, oh, you just mean it wouldn't have lasted. It wouldn't have, like, exactly. it wouldn't have made it. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. It would have been just fine at <laughs> right. one o'clock. I'm like, look, it it'll be slightly stale, but perfectly fine. No. <laughs> but it, I get it. <laughs> I, I would not have lasted until one o'clock with it sitting there <laughs> staring at me, waiting to be eaten. So anyway, I ate that first one and made quite a of a mess because you know the glaze and Place everything crumbles, yeah. yeah so as i grabbed the second one and i'm already judging myself and i'm like i can't believe you're gonna do this you're for real gonna do this and then i touch it and i pick it up and i'm like you already touched it your hands are all over it you can't stick it back in the box you can't throw it away because somebody's gonna come in and look and see a whole donut in there in the trash can yeah you're gonna eat this you're gonna eat two donuts might as well stand over the trash can if you're going to eat a second donut because you already made a mess over there on the table where you ate that first one that you shouldn't have even eaten. So go stand your disgusting butt over the trash can to eat this second donut that you shouldn't be eating. Oh, and by the way, don't let anybody walk in and catch you and know that you've not eaten just one but two donuts because I guarantee you all the other teachers in the school didn't get two donuts. They only had one because they're doing what's right. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. I, within two minutes of eating two donuts, I've had like this entire series of really mean, <laughs> self-deprecating comments and conversations with myself in my head. I left the teacher's lounge uh, depressed. Mo, 
I've been there a billion times. <laughs> I was so disappointed in myself. No, not a single uh, teacher walked in and saw me eating over the trash can. If they had, I would have just been like, I'm trying to do my part and not make a mess. Can't count the number of times I've like finished off a pizza. Then sat back and just like, you are a human pile of garbage. That's what exactly how I you? felt this morning. <laughs> you, I felt like, but Did I will say this. this. I was definitely really on this? a sugar high for the first couple <laughs> hours of school. Like, but then I crashed hard. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, I yeah, did. When so you're... that maybe, yeah, I'm still feeling the effects of it, apparently. <laughs> <sighs> okay, look at it this way. At least you didn't kind of put up a fight with yourself, put the donut on top of the trash, and then still give in and pick the donut back up out of the trash and eat it. Because I know someone, not me, but I know someone who has done that, fighting with themselves. Okay. And it's a sad place to be in. Okay. <laughs> it's a rough, it's a rough life. So you had a bad day. Maybe what now? had a bad day. <laughs> You're all right. It's all good. <laughs> I didn't eat my normal. There was a, there was a scene from side. That's right. There, but that was somebody else's eclair that he found that already had a bite taken out of it. That was gross. <laughs> hmm. See, so in that regard, I was doing somebody else a favor, right? Because had I thrown away that second donut had, after I had already touched right, it. Right, yeah. Yeah. You could have fed into somebody else's insecurities. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Sure. All right. Oh, uh -huh. Now it's over to our, our, our weird news desk. I didn't even get into that. We're just full of stories today. Yeah. We just can't focus on... It's the only way I'm staying awake, guys. <laughs> the only way I'm staying awake. Weird news. We got three stories here that you might not have heard yet. Number one, a Kentucky man. Hey. Hey, hey. Redhead. This is from your state. Kentucky man accused of firing shots out of his hotel window because he was shooting at aliens. Kentucky man was arrested after he was accused of firing shots at the side of his hotel window, claiming this is the same as the headline. Why would you write the headline yeah, the same I hate as it the when first they do, sentence? When they do that. The Richmond Police Department responded to a hotel at Keeneland Drive on Saturday at around 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. Reports of shots fired. Officers learned the shots were being fired from window hotel. Let's skip to what he said here. Uh, Riddle was taken to the... Oh, gosh. He's a convicted felon, had two handguns and a semi-automatic rifle in his possession. Uh, Riddle was taken to the Madison County Detention Center where he was charged with four counts of wanton endangerment of a police officer, two counts of wanton endangerment, two counts of criminal mischief, uh, one count of possession of a handgun by a convicted felon, one count of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, blah, 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 blah. He didn't, they didn't go on to say what the... <laughs> Tell me the story. I want to know his actual story. <laughs> they cut it off before telling the story. That was the story. But, but you just can't. I saw aliens. What do they look like, man? What if they're really there? You don't know. <laughs> You're a news station. Give me all the information. I'm disappointed. All right. Next up. A firm has raised $15 million to bring back woolly mammoths from extinction. Okay. Meaning Jurassic Park is on its way. 10,000 years after woolly mammoth I've vanished from the face a of the earth. crink in the neck. You're welcome. Phenomenal cosmic power. 
Uh, I'm so glad you knew where that was from. Okay. 10,000 years after woolly mammoths vanished from the face of the earth, scientists are embarking on an ambitious project to bring the, bring the beast back to the Arctic tundra. The prospect of recreating mammoths and returning them to the wild has been discussed seriously at times for more than a decade, but on Monday, researchers announced fresh funding they believe could make their dream a reality. The boost comes in the form of a $15 million fundraised by the bioscience and genetics company Colossal. Uh, let's see here. Can we get a $15 million fundraiser? <laughs> George Church, oh, a professor please. of genetics at Harvard Medical School, who pioneered new approaches to gene editing. So they have their initial sites on creating the elephant-mammoth hybrid by making embryos in the laboratory that carry mammoth DNA. The starting point for the project involves taking skin cells from Asian elephants, which are threatened with extinction already themselves, and reprogram reprogramming them into more versatile stem cells that carry mammoth DNA. Uh... We have, you know, like preserved woolly mammoths that have been found in the Arctic areas. And so that's kind of where they're getting this from. It's really it's, it's interesting. Essentially, their goal is just to create a cold resistant elephant that's going to look and behave like a mammoth. Okay. So they're essentially playing God. Um, <laughs> they're making an animal. Our... <laughs> Our super intelligent <laughs> dear friend Thray brings up such a good point. Such a good point. She says, we kind of got to take better care of the elephants we got first. Don't you think? Mm. I mean, I'm pretty mm. nice. I'm pretty nice to the elephants. I don't know what you <laughs> How want. How many elephants what you more do you met today? I know so many elephants. <laughs> I don't meet new ones every day, but I have elephant friends, Mo. That's it's like you don't even know my life. That sounds very rude. <laughs> I'm going to tell all your friends that you just said they were elephants. Start with yourself. Rapper oh, Dancer I'm has... I'm wise. That's why. You're wise? Yeah. Elephants are known for being smart. No. They're known for never forgetting. Never forgetting. That's right. <laughs> but that makes them smart because they never forget anything. So they're incredibly intelligent. Incredibly wise. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, gosh. Rapper Dan Sir has gold chains for hair hanging from hooks that have been surgically implanted into his head. He's not an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he's got these hooks surgically implanted into his head. All over to where he can hang a full head of hair's worth of gold chains, diamond chains, all this. Like, you got to look up the picture. I was of about this. to say, if y'all have not seen the picture, please go Google it. How is this not the worst idea on the planet? All it takes is one guy to come. Oh, my word. Rip it out of his head and run and you away. You know, somebody's going to. Absolutely. You know, they are. Listen, <sighs> this is just <sighs> somebody with too much money. That's all it is. That is all it is. I need to know, are they real or fake chains? I feel like they'd have to be real, right? To get 24 the carat with a K or with a C? Oriole says, give me woolly mammoths instead of this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. I just, I mean, ugh, no. Who is it again? Make a hat. Do something like that. Who is, Don't who is it? surgically implant them. Dur or Dan Sir is his name. A Dan Sir. Dur. Dur. Sir Dur. 
Dancer. Oh, Gold gosh. Chains. No. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's, that's, yeah, that's where is. we are it on this planet. where we are. <laughs> Let's take another quick break. When we come back, get ready to subscribe to Tacos. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Jeshua, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the tabletop fantasy role-playing game, Ryutama from Kododama Heavy Industries. It's said that the journey matters more than the destination, and Ryutama takes this feeling and builds an entire experience around it. It presents itself as a casual, rules-like tabletop RPG that focuses heavily on exploration and survival. And though that may sound like a grim, dark, and gritty game, Ryutama is bright, playful, and chock-full of whimsical charm. A quick flip through the book, and you'll see mountains of JRPG-inspired art, layout, and design. The magical and carefree look and feel of the book is honestly one of my favorite parts about the game, and is a welcome change from the deep, vast, and dramatic settings I usually favor. In Ryutama, you won't find grand knights with jaded pasts or mysterious wizards with ulterior motives. Instead, players will play as a merchant, noble, or even a farmer who, due to an ancient and cultural custom, must become travelers at least once in their life and embark on a grand journey of their own. Along the way, you'll deal with inclement weather, adventuring hazards, and wild monsters on your precursory journey. Ryutama is a simple 2d6 rollover target system with very few modifiers. However, there's a ton of subsystems that keep the game interesting on every leg of your journey. Combat is heavily inspired by the 8-bit and 16-bit era of RPGs. Your characters have different frontline and backline combat capabilities depending on where they stand. Even the static battlefield in combat begs for a swirly, wishy transition and a heart-pumping battle music cue. Ryutama offers so much for such a charming book. Monsters you defeat drop raw materials that you can use to craft new items and gear. Inventory management is key. And even the seasons play a major role in how you travel the world. I give Ryutama a 7 out of 10. I'm Jeshua, and this has been Reviews of the Nerds. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And hey, are you following us on all the socials? We're on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for at the Back Row LTN and connect with us. Our lives are overtaken by subscription services. Meal plans, TV networks, shave kits, fandom crates, video game services, etc. On and on. The list just keeps growing and things are only getting more niche. So what brought on this topic was a news story from Not The Bee that shared that Taco Bell is testing out a taco subscription service in some areas. Hmm. Okay. So how this will work right now, it's, it's, it's only happening in 20 Taco Bells in Tucson, Arizona. This oh, is the test. Okay. So close to us, but we don't get it yet. But it's called the Taco Lover's Pass. And what this is, is you pay between 10 or between five and $10 a month for this taco pass, which entitles you to one taco a day for 30 days. Huh. So you can go every single day of the month and get yourself a taco. Interesting. Which, if you do that, is a great savings. Like, I feel like if this is on a college campus, 
Yeah. There you go. Great deal. Yeah, military base. Because, I mean, a taco, let's, let's say the, the $10 is a month is what you have to pay for it to get it every single day. I'm assuming maybe there's like two tiers. You get one every other day or one every day. Yeah. You know, for five or 10. So let's say it's $10 a month. A taco costs $1.19. Mm-hmm. Basic, basic bargain bin, meat, lettuce, cheese, taco from Taco Bell. One nineteen. So after what eight nine days, you've already used that up. Yeah. So every other taco after that is gravy. Yeah. It's bonus. Yep. The mm-hmm. only bad thing is, is you only get the one that one day. You can't go and get all thirty of your tacos one day. You can't get like five tacos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's drawing you back with, I'm assuming, the intention being, come get your free taco and buy and something, buy something else, else to go with it. Yeah. Which is not a bad plan. It's really not. <laughs> but considering. It also, it's also just really weird, the idea. I mean, yeah, I think it's weird. But at the same time, the second that you said, if it's in a college town or if it's sure, yeah, at a college, um, Taco Bell is one of those restaurants that is at every Air Force base, overseas and stateside. And so that, in and of itself, I mean, that would be brilliant for military bases. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guaranteed, guaranteed, (laughs) the single airmen that are living in their dorms, they're going to, they are going to eat a taco a day, or at least a taco every other day, because still, if you ate 15 a month, you went every other day. That's still, still better than, yeah, you're yeah. still getting your money's worth and more than, you know, yeah, more than your money's worth. Yep. It's not a bad deal. It's really not. Even, like, I do know a lot of people who do frequent Taco Bell, who will go there at least 10 times a month. Yeah, my husband, my kids. <laughs> right. They totally would do that. So even doing it 10 times a month to get that free taco, even with the intention of being, you know, I'm going to get other stuff, but I'm going to get a taco too. Yeah. You'll still save a couple bucks. Uh-huh. At the minimum of just doing it 10 times a I 10 mean, meals I feel like at that rate, you're basically getting your a, a taco and a drink for free. I mean, essentially. Because what you're it pay, saving, it pays for itself yeah, at the end, kind of yeah, thing. What yeah, you're saving, what you're yeah. yeah. You know right. what I mean? If you did ten, yeah. If you did it ten times, yeah. Yeah. You, you get, yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's the savings you get. And so, if you do it more than that, if uh, you make that your lunch every day, yeah. If you're a college kid or whatever, your dinner every day, whatever, then yeah, yeah. You save a bunch. I'm telling you, save a bunch. And Taco Bell is not that bad price-wise already. It's really not. And I am not a Taco Bell fan at all, but I would totally, <laughs> I would be buying this for- All your family, yeah. yeah. All your family would be in on this for sure. It is going in everybody's stocking <laughs> if it becomes a for real thing. So yeah, they're, so they're testing it out between now and, uh, well, last week and uh, the 24th of November. So they're giving it a good almost two-month run. Um, just to see how popular it could be yeah. over in Tucson. So, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see if this will catch on. And if it does, what other companies are going to take on the same thing? Because, I mean, think about McDonald's. And McDonald's McDouble is a buck, right? Or a buck yeah. 20 or something yeah. like that now? Yep. Like, you could do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. A McDonald's 
McDouble Lover's Pass. Get a free double cheeseburger every time you go to McDonald's for 30 days. Yeah. Corn dog over at Wiener Schnitzel or Sonic. Corn dog pass. <laughs> free corn dog every Ooh. day. <laughs> I mean, anything that's about that price yeah. could do the same kind of gimmick and it I mean might it could work. be it could be as easy as a drink. <laughs> Doing a drink pass. Yeah, you know what? I, th- I think Sonic would really get a, yeah. a kick out of that. Pay, yeah. pay what, 15 bucks a month, and then you get a free large drink every day for 30 days? Uh, how, do you say Route 66 or Route 66? What do I say? Route, I think. I say Route. Okay, Route 66. Yeah. yeah. You can get a Route 66 <laughs> drink. Yeah. That's not a bad plan. It's really not. Truthfully, but it would be so weird to have these everywhere, you know. I mean, if we'd eventually acclimate to it, of course, like everything. But but. here's the thing: like schools do those fundraisers where you buy the little cards, the discount cards, yeah, for different places, and essentially that's what it is. Those discount cards have the different. Shoot, sometimes those deals are amazing. They really can be. We had the uh, my favorite one from when I was in high school. It had a chili cheese fry for 99 cents, and they were normally $2.19. Dang. Uh, yeah. Heck yes. Wiener schnitzel, I'm all about that. Yeah. 99 cent chili cheese fries. Mm-hmm. Every now and then they'll come out with a coupon for that, and it's like unlimited use. And back when I didn't care about carbs, I'd go and get just three of those. Yeah. Three chili cheese fries. That would be my meal. <laughs> Yep. For three bucks. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is kind of just a a futuristic coupon almost. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so, I don't know. It's different. It's so different. So different to think about. Uh, this is far from the only weird subscription service out there. Uh, we got, we got a list here of some odd subscription boxes you can get. Okay. Uh, we got the uh, uh, Apaka box. Oh my word! Which is a <laughs> fifty dollar a month. Fifty dollars a month. Doomsday prep gear box. Good grief! <laughs> is this like real deal or is it? No, it's real. Yeah, you'll get you'll get specific survival tools and things wow. like hygiene kits, edible bugs, and sometimes just a straight up knife. <laughs> For fifty dollars a month, machetes, all kinds okay. of things. We got the uh, cat lady box. My word! Which, uh, while it does come with things for your cat, it also comes with things for you, the cat lady, like a giant sweater that says "meow" on it. <laughs> for forty dollars a month. Okay. <laughs> we got a toilet paper subscription. You want to get some sustainable toilet paper for twenty-eight dollars you know, a listen. month? Listen, two years ago, I would have been like, seriously, this is dumb. But after last year, yeah, send me a toilet paper (laughs) subscription, please. How much does a a thing of like four toilet paper rolls cost? Like just the basic four pack. I don't, I don't know. Is it roughly a dollar a piece? I don't know, Matt. Here. Because I'm looking at this and it says... 
you get 24 rolls of three-ply toilet paper with 350 squares per roll for 28 bucks, almost a dollar a roll. I'm interested to see how good of a deal that is, because I might be jumping on this bandwagon. It's made from bamboo. Um, so what? for six mega rolls of Angel 528. Soft, it's 528. Okay, so that's so. not that big of a markup for this. Yeah. And it's fancy. Three-ply toilet paper? What? Am I at the Ritz-Carlton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Scott four-pack is four eighteen. dollars Yeah, okay, cents. yeah. So, yeah, this might be a good deal. Cloud paper. Weird. Sustainable toilet paper for a decent price. All right. We got a cryptid crate, which uh, which is described. It's the description for it starts with, we all know Bigfoot is real. We just can't prove it yet. As we wait until he's finally ready to make his presence known, let's geek out all over sorts of mythical monsters and cryptozoological conspiracies for $40 a month. Cover your research layer with posters and art or get books and movies that reveal the truth. So it's like documentaries on Bigfoot and UFOs, T-shirts about it. I mean, if you have somebody who is super into it, that... Just get them a Discovery Plus subscription, guys. They've got all kinds of these kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite subscriptions. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Henny and Rue Chicken Keepers Box. We all know people that keep a bunch of chickens, right? Mm-mm. We've got a couple people on LTN that do it. I think Kate does it. Kate Katawaki. Okay. Uh, it's a subscription box for chickens. Whether you run a chicken farm or try to raise a rooster in the big city, Hanny and Rue is the service for you. What do chicken farmers need? Nesting box liners, egg poaching egg cups, and sweet, sweet corn feed. $41 a month. Okay. That looks like a feeding bottle. Weird. <laughs> All right, this is a fun one, but it's expensive as heck. Letters from dead people. Okay. I say it's expensive as heck, but really, I guess it's not, because it's not a subscription. It's a one-time fee. Letters from dead people works a little differently than other boxes. Uh, For a flat $155 fee, you'll receive monthly boxes for a year full of clues that help you unravel a larger, sinister mystery. It's a bit like an escape room, except outwardly. (laughs) The most gruesome gimmick is that these clues are meant to be letters written by dead people from the 1920s, New Orleans, transcribed by psychics. So it's a big story game that you get to play all year long. Yeah. It comes in your mail. Yeah. Sounds actually kind of fun. So I actually have something similar. Hunt a Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a subscription game box that we paid a one-time fee, and every month we've gotten a different box. Our friends actually had got the subscription box prior to us. We went through their box, played the game with them, and Chris and I loved it so much, we were like, okay, we'll keep doing this. And we have eight boxes sitting at our house (laughs) because we haven't been able to, because it's definitely, it needs to be done with a group of people, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's sad. How about the pickle of the month, month club? Oh my gosh. To, uh, lift your spirits. 
My new pickles. sister-in-law loves some pickles. New pickles in the mail every month for $25. Kosher pickles, garlic pickles, small batch premium pickles. Just a box of pickles. Hey. <laughs> How about vintage pencils for $25 a month? Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rad and hungry. You can get them at Dollar Tree. <laughs> 12 for a dollar. For real, right? How good can a vintage pencil be? No, thank you. That it's worth. What? It just... It... Am I getting 80 of them? I know. <laughs> that one seems kind of rant rant. Well, apparently it comes with... Uh, they do a lot of other nifty office supplies, too, but... but uh, the, the focus is on the pencils here. <laughs> so I guess, okay, so if you get like different office supplies, but every single one comes with a vintage pencil, then okay, you're it's not just yeah. paying for the pencil, but still, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Better advertisement. Uh, all right, let's see here. Skulls Unlimited Bone Box. Nope, that's okay. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> Skulls Unlimited offers a host of bone-related products and services, from selling real and replica animal no. and human bones to accepting and cleaning bones from customers. With so many bones lying around, no wonder the company started offering a $25 per month bone box, a subscription box full of its products. Put some skeletons in your closet. <laughs> So this would be the perfect box for Ross. <laughs> for archaeologists and training. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay. I mean, there's, there's more, but you get the picture. Yeah. Weird things. Weird things to subscribe to. Weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and uh, this, is, this week is all about subscription services. The good, the bad, and the just plain goofy. Tomorrow, we're going to focus on some subservices that have failed horribly. Stick around. We'll be right back to close out the show. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. And we wanted to know, Taco Bell is offering a taco subscription, giving you a taco a day for $10 a month. A $25.70 savings if used daily. You in? So we gave you four options. That's too many tacos. <laughs> That's not enough tacos. Yeah. I hate tacos. <laughs> and why? Those are your four options. Number one option, Mo, what was it? I want to say why. Exactly. Yeah. 46%, almost half of the people yeah. who responded said, why is this a thing? But I think the second, because I feel like we both had the same reaction. Why? Yeah. But then the second that we actually thought about it and did the math and considered mm -hmm. some different options, it's like, oh, it's not okay, bad. yeah. Not bad. Uh, the second most given response was, that's too many tacos. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. You don't have to go every day. Exactly. To get the benefit. Exactly. Uh, next was 22.2% uh, said, that's not enough tacos. Yeah. People, if I'm going to Taco Bell, I need more than that. Uh, and only 4.8% are monsters. 
No. And they said, I hate tacos. Yeah, well. <laughs> Who hates a taco? Tacos is one of the best foods. I'm not a taco fan. Oh, get out of here. I know. It's get crazy. It's always not? one of those, you know, oh, options. One has to go, and it's like taco, pizza, sushi, and something. And I taco always. Get that taco out of here. Yeah, always. I can do without a taco. Yeah. I can fold my pizza in half and have a pizza taco. That's my taco. You make me so sad. I'm sorry. Make me so, so sad. Sorry. <laughs> Well, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is Colossians 3.13. Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTN On Air. Every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Backroom Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and etc. Subscribe, rate, five stars, and leave a review. Subscribe! (laughs) Do it, and we'll love you forever. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Mo, final thought. Subscribe. (laughs) Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.